or my co-host is a goat, so... <laughs> I'm your co-goat. Welcome to None of This Is Real! It's a, one of those podcast things that people listen to, and this one's about stuff that's mysterious and other stuff that's weird. I'm Doomsday Domini. You just sounded like a radio host on some, like, mainstream cheesy radio thing. Oh, good. And I'm Sarah Sinkhole. I can't do it. <laughs> Today, we're coming at you with another random weirdness. Y'all, you never know when it's coming because it's so random. Oh, my God. It, we're, like, so random and weird. It's so, like, silly. Like, it's just how we are. We're just, like... You know, it's in- whatever. so endearing and so cute, isn't it? I'm so endearingly awkward and random. But so basically what this is, is we just rip the Band-Aid off. You get your weirdness. You get your shot of mysterious, strange or disturbing stuff. Whatever we decide to tell you. And then we get the fuck out. That's right. You get your vaccine for your boring week. Vaccine against the boredom. And, um... And then we go and lay down, because we're tired. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's what we do after this. Yep, nap time. So what kind of weird, weird thing do you have to tell me this week? Oh, yes. I'm going first, and I'm talking about something that is so cool and has interested me for a long time. It's also a really good song. So my, my sources are deityoftheweek.blogspot.com. Hyperallergic.com, GaelicMatters.com, SheilaNagig.org, and of course, Wikipedia. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that hurt. <laughs> We are so good at singing. We're very it's sorry, scary. and you're very welcome. I think that was a demon that we summoned two weeks ago. It just showed up. Oops. <laughs> oh, no. All right. All right. I am talking about a mysterious carving or sculpture that is in a lot of buildings all over the world called the Sheila Nagig. Ooh. I've never even heard of it. Nope. Well... One of my favorite songs that gets stuck in my head all the time. It's one. It's just one of those earworms that, if I don't have anything to think of for a millisecond, it comes out. It's a PJ Harvey song called Sheila Nagig, and I highly recommend everyone to go listen to it because it is awesome. And I won't sing it to you. My daddy's calling me. Hold on, Joel. Joel, dang it! And he's 40 minutes away, and he can still interrupt the podcast. He's got to find a way to interrupt the podcast. It wouldn't be a podcast if Joel didn't interrupt. That's true. It wouldn't. Okay, so go listen to PJ Harvey, and then come back, and I'll tell you about what she's singing about. So go do that. Pause this podcast. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome How did you like the song? Did you love it? Because it's a really awesome song. (laughs) All right. Sheila and the Giggs are figurative carvings of naked women displaying an exaggerated vulva. They are sometimes described as hag-like with ugly stares. So they're completely naked with their legs open and they sometimes are holding on to their lips and holding them open. Hell yeah, sister! (laughs) Yes. So... 
Um, they often have triangular heads with no hair, bulging eyes, and their ears are sticking out. They have really ugly teeth, whatever that means, or no teeth at all. No judgment here. Some are bony and skeletal, and others are more rounded. So I guess they, they're kind of making a weird face, like either grimacing or smirking, and when their gaze is very deep. They're coming. That's their cum face. <laughs> That's Sheila Nagig's O face. So they're usually bald, with, and some have protruding rib cages that um, is supposed to... Some people think it means that they're older. They're supposed to represent them as older women. So, and usually their head is larger and their vulva is very exaggerated. Hmm. And I will definitely post a picture of this on the Instagram. But you can very easily Google it also if, you're in, if you need to know right now. I just did exactly that thing. I thought you were. I saw you looking at, uh, away from me. How dare you? Eye contact. Constant eye contact. You know I require it. How awkward. <laughs> They're like holding their vulva open. They're like... Yeah. Oh. They're holding their holding it wide open. Okay. Okay, so apparently this is supposed to be like a representation of the just juxtaposition of barrenness and fertility and life and death. Like she's not very pretty, whatever. She's got a big head, she's grimacing, she's got bad teeth, uh, she's bald, you know, all these awful things and and then she's holding her vagina her vagina open. Her canal, if you will. <laughs> and um, there's not, but there's not really one typical Sheila. Like, they're, each of them is a little bit different from the other. But besides, usually they're opening their vagina, but they aren't all even doing that. They're not, they're similar to gargoyles, but they're not, they're called architectural grotesques. Where are they? Maybe you're going to already tell me this, but. I'm, I'm about to tell you. Okay. Like, I was going to say gargoyles. Have to have to uh, have water a water spout in their mouth, and grotesques don't. So that's the difference between those two. Okay, but it would be cool if water was shooting out of the vagina. vagina. <laughs> yeah, I told you she's coming. She's a squirter. Ah, oh, she's a squirter. <laughs> Sheila Giggs is a squirter. Oh, I'm no. sorry. We should do an episode about that because that's a mystery, huh? It is. <laughs> This episode is about the female orgasm because some people still don't believe it's real. Fuck you. <laughs> all right, back to the facts. They are found all over Europe on cathedrals, castles, and other buildings, which I think is awesome. So they are in the following countries. They have been found female exhibitionist figures is another term for them. So Czech Republic, France, Ireland, Italy, Norway, Portugal, Slovakia, Spain, Switzerland, the United Kingdom, Ireland, France. I said that already. And sometimes there are male figures with them, too. But Ireland has the greatest number of surviving, surviving Sheila Nagig carvings. There are 101 of them in Ireland, and I want to go see every single one. Let's go on a Sheila Nagig tour. I really want to go to Ireland anyway, but now I have, like, a plan. Just go to Ireland, look at all these vulva... Get a new accent and come home. <laughs> I saw some vulvas. I grew an accent. I'm back. <laughs> grew an accent. So there are only 45 examples in Britain 
but because many of them were destroyed after the 17th century because they represented unchristian idols and priests in the 18th and 19th century would routinely pry them off of church walls and either throw them away or hide them. You can't silence, silence my, my vulva. vulva. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, it's oh too God. good. Okay. Perfect. So over this, this, this is where it gets a little bit creepy. Over the past 20 years, they've been found buried in shallow graves in church cemeteries or hurled into wells and streams. So they did, They really didn't want people to find these things. They were like, not only am I going to take this off the wall, I could preserve it for history. I could just, like, you know, put it in the compost bin or whatever they did back then. No, they buried them in cemeteries or threw them down wells. Like, they really didn't want people looking at these vulva. So a lot of people have equated them with passage graves that were in the shape of the goddess with you pass through the vagina and the tomb chamber represents the uterus. And these were found on a lot of churches. So it kind of represents regeneration in the way that like your de a dead seed is planted into the earth and then sprouts again. You know, the circle of life. I love it. a circle jerk. Life is a circle jerk. And another theory is that they are remnants of a pre-Christian fertility or mother goddess religion. That's cool. I love this. You know I would love this, right? I knew you would, yes. So there's a lot of different ideas about the translation of the name. And some people say it's derived from the Irish. I'm not even going to try because there's no way I could. But the translation would be Julia of the Breasts. Also, it could be... It could be... The old hag of the breasts, or another translation would be Sheila, which was the Irish version of the Anglo-Norman name Cecilia. So it could be Cecilia on her hunkers. <laughs> what is that? Which I think is very funny. Like, on your haunches, hunkering down. You're squatting, basically. Yeah. It's old squatting Cecilia. Cecilia. <laughs> <laughs> You're down on your oh. hunkers. <laughs> You're opening your vulva, baby. Oh, man. Okay, I will stop. Oh, okay, so other people have questioned those translations because few of the Sheila gigs have breasts in the first place. So also there's thought that it could be um, just a term for a hag or an old woman. There's also the thought that gig is northern English slang for a vagina in the first place. There's all kinds of ideas. Hag of the vulva, which I kind of like. I want to start a band. We are Hag of the Vulva. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of music are you going to play? Um, I love that name. It's got to be like some um, Celtic metal. Yes. There you go. That's it. Celtic metal full of feminine rage. Feminine rage rock. Yes. So there's another translation that comes from the Celtic Encyclopedia by Harry Mountain. Because that's someone's name, I guess. Stop it. I Harry. Like it. Um, that's what I... Never mind. I was going to say it. <laughs> we Harry, have... just come on. Come on. All right. So Harry Mountain wrote a book. And he said uh, other translation. another translation for it is the idle hole, <laughs> which is from the Basque language. And idle being I-D-L-E. Yes. Like, not an idol. I got that. Yeah, idol. actually, that's the one I thought of. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. All right. We're, on, we're just, like, so on the same wavelength all the time. 
So there's also a Norse word that's a Norse word gig is uh, means giantess or a supernatural supernatural supernatural. I cannot talk. I'm supernatural. I'm a supernatural Norse giantess. Um, and Sheila is a woman's name and could be used as a word for girl. So it would be like a giant lady. I don't know. Or a holy lady, maybe. Anyway, whatever her name means, she's a fucking badass. There's not one theory that's been proven, and there's not one theory that explains all of them. Like, you know, there's the idea that she's a pagan goddess, which I like. Okay, well, I love her, and I can't stop talking. I can't stop looking at the pictures. I've been looking at pictures of these since you... I know, aren't they great? I love it so much. I want one. Maybe we could make some. I bet we totally could. Toynbee Tiles and Sheila Gigs. That's our new business model. <laughs> oh, P- Sarah, some people think that she's a representation of a war goddess. There's also an ancient Irish myth of a goddess who granted people kingship who would appear as a lustful hag, and then when men refused her advances, um, she would just pass over them. But if you accepted her advance and slept with her, she transformed into a beautiful maiden who would confer royalty on to him and bless his reign. Ooh, that sounds nice. So she's like, oh, you'll sleep, you'll sleep with me when I'm an old, ugly hag. You might be a good person, I guess. <laughs> or you just have a certain kind of preference. Hey, no judgment here. Hey, hey. Prefer what you want to prefer. That's right. Um, Some of them are shown in a sexual context with a partner, but not very many. Um, There's also people who think that it was just about exhibitionists. Um, I don't know if they maybe later were transformed into these. Like, next to them would be beasts eating people and other, like, creepy, scary things. So some people thought either they were surrounded by those things later to change the meaning or that that was they were incorporated into future christian ideas or like if you act like this lady a beast is gonna eat you and you'll go to hell maybe yeah yeah but basically i guess there's a rise of feminism in the scholarly world and so people have said no no this doesn't mean that it's evil or it embodies sin they're trying to paint it in a powerful and empowering positive way like this isn't about you know women's lust and being scared of of women's sexuality it's about that your body is powerful and it's a gesture of rebellion i like it even more yeah which i am like so into that idea that so it doesn't and i guess honestly it's like most art it doesn't matter what it meant when the person made it i mean it does on some level but what matters more is how you see it and how, what it does for you and what it does for other people who are looking at it. And if I look at it and see like a woman who's like, fuck you, here's my vagina, then that's how I'm just, that's how I'm going to choose to look at it. Cause I love it. I love it. What I thought was, it looks like, um, a, almost an invitation on the ones I'm looking at. It looks like not an invitation in a sexual way, but an invitation in like, here's a portal to somewhere, you know, like, mysterious yeah 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 yeah. people thought it was like an like an like it represented yeah moving from one plane of existence to the other or like an evil eye it was like protection whatever it is i love it yep me too it's it's a mystery and it's badass awesome thank you for telling me about that i can't believe i've never heard of it 
You're so welcome. I knew you would love it. Yeah, I, I've loved that song since probably high school. And I the first time I Googled it to listen to it on the internet years ago, that popped up. And I was like, what the hell is this? Uh, it's amazing. I didn't know that's what the song was about. How cool. Uh, now I also have a good new song to listen to. Yay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good. You're going to love it. Well, do you want to hear the weird thing that I found this morning? Yes, tell me about your weird thing that you found this morning. I was, can't wait. I was going to talk about something else, and then I saw this, and I had to reassess. So I got my information from atlasobscura.com, and Sedlitz Ossuary. Ossuary? Oh, man, I have trouble with that word. It's it's a twister. Anyway. Ossuary? Oss- ossuary. Thank you. It's the Sedlitz Ossuary. Ossuary. Damn it. Anyway, a.k.a. the Bone Church. It is a church in the Czech Republic that is decorated with 40,000 to 70,000 human skeletons. Whoa, that's a lot of human skeletons. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? So I had to look this up. You're like, what the fuck interior decorator did they hire? It's like Halloween 365 <laughs> over there. Hey, I, I'd do it too. I'm down. Where are my skeletons? I'll pay someone $75 an hour to put skeletons all over my house. Oh Jokes, my people. So. Not doing it. In this church, in the Czech Republic, it features a chandelier made with almost every bone in the human body. Um, bone chalices and candelabras. What? It has six <gasps> enormous bone pyramids and a family crest made of bones, as well as bone candle holders and what? festively looping chains of bone that are strung throughout the church as a decoration, like at a child's birthday party. All right. All right. <laughs> festively looping strings of bones. I know. It sounds... What the hell? That, that is a phrase I didn't think I would ever hear. It's so great. Okay, so... From the outside, the ossuary looks like any other typical Gothic medieval church. It does. It looks unassuming, I guess, or it looks like other churches in the area. Um, and it is a small chapel located in Sedlitz, uh, which is S E D L E C, like Sedlec. But I looked up the pronunciation, and it's like Sedlitz. So that's pretty. And it's in the suburbs of Kuntahura in the Czech Republic. Okay, so here's a little backstory, and I'll tell you why there's bones everywhere. All right. I can't wait to hear why the hell there's bones all over this place. (laughs) Um, Young lady, tell me why there are bones all over the place. Explain yourself. Explain to me why you have festive loops of bones hanging all over your room, ma'am. Put that chalice down. Step away from the candelabra and explain yourself. (laughs) Okay. Way back when, in 1278... When the king of Bohemia sent the abbot of the Sedlitz Cistercian Monastery to Jerusalem, the (laughs) abbot came back and brought with him a jar of soil that was known as holy soil. So he brought holy soil back to Bohemia, right? And soon people from all over desired to be buried in Sedlitz. That's, that's, thus, the cemetery there. Had to be expanded. So too many people wanted to be buried in this cemetery, and they had to expand. Too many people wanted to die and be in that particular piece of ground. They wanted to be in the holy dirt. Okay. So 
big old cemetery. And in the 15th century, a Gothic church was built near the cemetery. So this is the ossuary. And its basement at the time was the ossuary. So it was a church and an ossuary underneath it. I didn't know what that was, so I looked it up. An ossuary is a container or room in which the bones of dead people are placed. You, Sounds right to me. Yeah. Sure, everybody. Don't you have your own ossuary? <laughs> if you don't have an ossuary, house? you need to you need to get you one. Keep up with the Joneses. Jeez. So we've got hot popular cemetery, gothic church, ossuary underneath, lots of bones. It's a perfect reality show. <laughs> See what happens <laughs> next week on the ossuary. <laughs> Who gets voted off and who gets turned into bones? (laughs) Who moved my bone? I put it right here and it's not there anymore. She drank out of my chalice. Where did my mom's femur go? (laughs) Okay. Good God. Um... So the bones stayed there for centuries until 1870 when a woodcarver named Frentishek Rint was appointed to place the bones in order. So someone said, hey, uh, hey, Frank, okay. can you go down and rearrange those bones? They are a mess. My bones are a hot mess. And Hi, my name's Frank Rank or whatever you said. I'm the, uh, I'm the bone mixer-upper. That's my job. I'm the bone organizer. So Just go down there and stir up them bones. But he was a wood carver, so he was an artist. And so he did all this crazy shit with the bones. Okay, cool. Yeah. I like Frank. That's why they're like that. It was just one guy mm-hmm. who was charged with cleaning up a pile of bones. And he was like, I'm bored. I'm going to make amazing art. I think it was you. It was me! It was! I think we're kindred spirits, whoever he is. I think you were him. Uh, I have a confession. (laughs) Okay, I knew it! So, if you want to visit this ossuary, you can travel to Prague, and then from there you will make a one-hour trip to Kuntahora, and they they said in this... um, I want to read a quote from the website, the Sedlitz Ossuary's website. Finally, the Sedlitz... The Sedlitz Ossuary may seem a macabre place, but while visiting it, you will most likely not find it to be scary, but peaceful. These 40,000 dead people wished to be buried in a holy place. That is why they went to Sedlitz, and now their bones are right in the middle of the chapel. Wow, yeah, it can't get any holier than the middle of the chapel, I guess. Holy bones, Batman. Yeah, holy bones, Batman, indeed. Holy dirt, Batman. Holy bones, Batman. Frank's my friend. And you know what's funny? I changed my thing at the last minute, and they were both architectural, like, stories. They really went together well. Yeah. It's just because, like, everything's connected. It's like a web. It's strings. It's, You are me, you know, and I am you, and we're the what's same. all about? And ossuaries and bones. Bones and vulvas. You're welcome. You're welcome. And that's it. There's nothing else we have to say to you except for to follow us on Instagram and all the usual things and email us your weird stuff at noneofthisisrealpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, please. And and like and subscribe and find us on Instagram and tell your friends and tell your priest and tell your vulva um, slutty friends and your virgin friends and your, uh, your bones. Just tell everybody tell the world and also you don't have to believe in any of this believe on yourself only please 
Believe all over yourself. You know you want to. Just believe. Just go on ahead and do it. Goodbye. Bye, y'all. What was that? like that? Oh, yeah,